We may be witnessing the beginning of an era that will mean the complete annihilation of man. Too fond of the brothers down south's making of alcohol. Clear liquors. Caleb's for, a racist. We found his. <laughs> clear liquors for rich women on diets. You hear that? No, that Country. that lemon stuff that was here. Was it's it clear? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, I it wasn't, it wasn't clear, but I'm just saying whatever that and category it was not falls for into. Diets. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's podcast time. Oh, are we on? We're on. Okay. I turned it on. Oh. Uh, welcome everybody to another edition of the Navigating Dystopia podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and uh, joined with me again are Houston Jason Jason Caleb and our very, very special guest today, Ryan Gantz. Say hello, Ryan. How's it going, everybody? Um, Honestly, um, uh, for me, this has been a weird week. Every once in a while, you ever have those times where you just have to turn everything off? Yeah. Because you're so inundated with the craziness and the news and I just had to kind of detox my brain a little bit from all of it. So I've, I've really kind of been out of the loop apart from just checking some headlines and looking at some things here and there. But, um, you know, I came to the gym, speaking of the gym, we just finished a brutal fucking leg workout. Rob had a stroke. Uh, I nearly had a stroke and, um, but we haven't trained like that since, me and Ryan did a competition back in September of last year, and then the show was in October, but we kind of started to taper down, but we haven't trained that hard since September last year. No, we have no. I feel a little pukey right now. Get close to the mic, Ryan. Come on. Oh, sorry. Did anybody little, miss it? A little pukey right now. So. Uh, I missed it. Yeah, now that we're done, it's behind us. Did we miss it? Uh, uh, no, I don't think I did, really. No? Uh, okay. No. What's that? I missed miss miss miss, miss miss working that. out like that. Oh. Not really. I missed it. Um, I needed it, though. I needed it. I'm, I'm needed glad. So, so we're all... <clears throat> We're all just minutes away from, or minutes removed from having our asses kicked on the workout floor and a brutal leg workout today. But now we're kicking back, and for some reason, I was handed an energy drink uh, post-workout, and then I've been instructed that I have to follow that with tequila. So that's the recipe for today. So today's podcast is brought to you by Energy Drinks and Tequila. Um, What a combo. (laughs) But before we get to that, we have to toast uh, young Ryan today. That's why he's with us. Well, mainly because he's one of the training team here and my workout partner. But uh, he had a break from clients. And tomorrow, it's tomorrow, right? Yep, tomorrow. He is getting married. Walk in the mile. Getting married. Walk in the mile. To lovely Stephanie. This is his bachelor party. How sad is that? So we've all got some. uh, Houston, you want to explain the uh, libation that we're all about to consume? Uh, We've got a silver label tequila today that um, I enjoy. (laughs) It's a little late. It's a little late. Now, now Ryan evidently is staying away from his. I'm not sure what's going on there. Like he's got clients. Like I don't have work the rest of the day either. You 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 got to do a sip. It's a toast. It's a a toast to you. You're the one walking the green mile here. You know, so you've got to at least imbibe. All right. So Ryan's getting married tomorrow to the lovely Stephanie, who also does an amazing job cutting my hair. Love you, Steph. And uh, so, everybody, cheers, Ryan. Cheers, Ryan. Ryan. Reach across the table. Let's all clank a glass. I can't move. No, 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 no. My legs. <laughs> all right, so, everybody, do a little kickback here. Uh, very, very fine tequila. 
Is there such a thing as fine tequila? <laughs> what better to have after a brutal leg workout than a belt of tequila? In the rain energy drinks. And, and <laughs> you our, guys and were drinking. Rain or? energy drink. This is a bizarre one. So, what so was with really that, was uh, Jason's face drinking the tequila. <laughs> not, a te- not a tequila guy. Not, not a tequila fan. No, is that your really. tequila face? Is it like your oh my face? Yeah, it's kind of the same as that limoncello at first. Mm. But now we'll see. You know, mm. if shot three and four kick in, it may get smoother as we go. I'm gonna try the rain in the tequila. And let's just go ahead and see what happens. All right. So we're that officially kicks off. Epi- this is four, right? Uh, four, sure. Yes. Four. I stopped yeah. counting okay. after the first this one. This is episode four. No real agenda today. It's a freestyle podcast. We're just going to freestyle it. What would they call it like in rapping when you just kind of make shit up as you go along? Yeah. Freestyle? freestyle. freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly that enough. was a test. I was <laughs> testing you guys. You, oh, really? This, there's nothing more clever than that? Is I'm, this like straight up like eight mile? <laughs> <laughs> Are we about to do a battle rap right now over the podcast mics? I know. I do, have, I do have spaghetti stains on my shirt. I, I so. guess that makes me Fat Joe. Well, <laughs> So anyway, um, I guess we should start by just uh, like, like we've done in the past. Uh, what's everybody been up to this week? Where, where's your brain been at, Houston? Not much of anywhere. This week actually went more decent than the past, say, month. Uh, so a few things calmed down. Got a new person starting next week, so that's going to take some workload off of me. Um, yeah, Doing so, what? Uh, he will be over. You, you've never told anybody what it is that you do. Well, it's a deep state. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> deep I mean, state, you can't tell that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lord, I'm not even sure how to describe it anymore, as my dad would say anything for a dollar. Um, it falls into the area of marketing, advertising, digital programming. It's kind of all over the place. A little bit of real estate. So you're a technocrat? Like that. Yeah. Who He's wants deep to state tech? He still uses Google. That's yeah, the first, but first flag. Yeah, but I do want to be a luddite at some point. Just step away from all of it and just say it's it's pointless. So I'm looking forward to the weekend today. Actually, sitting here and not really have anything to talk about other than just bullshit with my friends. Is well, I use that friends loosely. I'm considering you friends. You may not consider me friend. I don't know. You let me show up here, so I'm gonna assume there's some <laughs> sort of love exchange there the and friendship. State. Yeah, exactly. I thought you yeah. were like ordered to come here. No. <laughs> Well, that's what they say, but oh, I, I oh. can't interpret it that way because okay. then I would be aware of what's going on. Gotcha. So I can't. But overall, doing having a pretty good week and hopefully a good weekend. Cool. What about you, Jason? Um, I actually been busy at work. I didn't have time to research any more nine eleven stuff. And what is it that you do at work, Jason? Um, well, I, our eleven listeners are dying to know. Well, you know, I'm an IT guy, so. Um, well, no, they don't know. That's why. I'm yeah, I think you. we said that in the first. Did we really part? go in depth though? No, no. Um, <clears throat> I do whatever needs to be done. I'm I'm that guy. I Anything do reports, for a dollar. Fix printers. Add some toner if I need to add toner to a printer. You're really important shit. Answer stupid questions. Yeah. For the twentieth time. Yeah. Now, why is my mouse not clicking again? The problem oh, exists between the keyboard and the chair. Yeah. So, but that's um that's me. I mean, we had nothing really fun this week. Last week was much more fun. I'd spent you know time researching nine eleven stuff, and it was my birthday, so I didn't do a whole lot that whole. Is I, it still an it, inside job? Well, yeah, okay, okay. yeah, just making yeah, sure absolutely. you haven't turned. Wait, no, his no, birthday no. or nine eleven? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you listen to the last podcast, <laughs> everything's an inside joke yeah, for me. For I'm you, a yeah, I've heard that. And alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about you, Caleb? Did you do the Ben's conference yet? It's this weekend. Damn oh. it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's yes, never going to be. Listen, it's always going to be next week. No, the, 
it, this isn't next weekend. This is this weekend coming up. Yeah, next Saturday. week when we do this show, you're going to say, it's next weekend. No, I'm going to say, or man, this it, weekend. I'm going to say, man, it went really well next week. The whole thing's a ruse. You ain't doing <laughs> two shit. Weeks you know ago, two weeks ago, I said, I have a men's conference <laughs> coming up. They assumed that meant the next week. Then I say, no, it's oh, it's next God. week, last week. So it is this week, this weekend. All right, so Ron, but it's all it's all a lie now. So it's this all weekend, just a, this weekend, Ron's getting married. Right. And at the same time, you're telling men how to be men. And at the same time, I'm telling men to not get married. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> As he's getting married, I'm trying to to, to encourage men that uh, listen. Think it through. This might not be the best thing for you. <laughs> but uh, this is just an intervention for Ryan. That, you know, there's still time. Right. If we this, don't talk now, it's not going to happen. Look, let me. Can I tell Ryan a dream that I had about marriage one time? I need to tell hey, him this. This is an intervention. Didn't for I Ryan say this right is now. the freestyle episode? Listen, one time right. I had a dream that really sobered me up from the thought of marriage, and this is what it was. I was in the dream. I was getting ready to get married, and my father comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, uh, let's go to the back. I need to fix your tie up, some stuff." And he, we're looking in a mirror, and he's fixing my tie, and all of a sudden he starts like crying. And I'm like, "Dad, what the heck? Like you never even, you never cry." And this dream felt so real. And he looks at me in the face and says, "Caleb, this would be the absolute most embarrassing and worst time to do this. But if you're not supposed to marry this girl, you do it right now." And dude, I woke up from the dream and literally like a little girl crying on my pillow. Cause, and I like literally got sobered up from the thought of marriage. Like, dude, I have to make sure that who I'm marrying is the, the right one. Because with, with me too, like being a Christian and everything else where, you know, the thought of making a covenant with God, not just with that person. And I'm like, dude, I was like in my bed, I called my dad on the phone. My dad's like, dang, that's intense. <laughs> so anyways, I leave you with that, that listen, I know you love this girl and everything, but there's still time. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll wake up like a little girl crying on your pillow. Don't listen, don't listen to them. It's okay. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Steph, please don't listen to this podcast right now. Uh, they don't know what they're saying. Steph, Steph, you have to understand what guys do. We beat each other constantly to help that individual that's getting beaten at the time to be sure of their of their decision. Steph, so he's going to be a better husband we, because of us. Yeah, right. as we beat his ass right now, his resolve will strengthen. So. <laughs> okay. He's got no, to say he's got was, no yeah. comment but on besides, that one. But I mean, besides that, I mean, all, all my week's bit is just the, the book editing hurt my arm. Uh, and, you know, not book editing, but, you know, hurt my I arm. You, I was about to say, you hurt your arm editing books? No, no, no. Uh, okay. that sound, I, I was, like, I was like, man, you put those two things together. That sounds like, oh, man, I hurt my arm on the keyboard editing <laughs> okay. books. Oh, no, 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 man. I, I got better than that. I got a visual. You open a book, ripping out like eight oh. pages at a time. <laughs> <laughs> like 6,000 copies. No, no. Pages 48 through 58 are gone. Not going to happen. <laughs> Absolute garbage. We need to rip these pages out. This hurt my arm. <laughs> All right. So in news, uh, well, obviously there's the uh, the announcement that, uh, and you have to pronounce it right. Are you getting a lot of trouble? Kamala <gasps> Harris? Chameleon Harris. Um, yeah. Because we saw what happened to Tucker Carlson. He didn't pronounce her name exactly right. And the mainstream whack job media went off on him and made that like a major issue when not long after that, Joe Biden mispronounced her name terribly. So thank you. Uh, Has Joe Biden ever pronounced anything correctly? <laughs> thank you, uh, Dementia Joe. Does hey, he hey, know hey, who hey, he hey, picked? What are you, what are you, what are you <laughs> implying? What are you implying? Was he asleep through that part? Through that process? So you can't make this shit up. And uh, so Kamala. Now... Like the olives. Is she Indian American or 
what is she Jamaican or now they're trying to push her off as African American? What's the deal with this woman? I mean, does anybody all, know? All I've got big eyes right now. I don't. I have no clue. Uh, I did. I did see where her mother was. Um, I mean, didn't she in, swear? Yeah, in, she Indian, swore yes. in as Indian American. Yes. And now she took she's magically African American. And now she's poof to fit the narrative. Yeah. African American. And the thing is, is every Good Morning America soccer mom housewife you know, brainwashed liberal kook out there is going to buy right into it and drink the Kool-Aid and, you know, talk about how, you know, wonderful. Going back to that, what you just. All the diverse we are. With yeah. You know, like um, Biden didn't have really anything going on. And then the day he announced she was going to be VP, CNN came out with a blurb at like seven o'clock that afternoon said, Kamala Harris is already paying off for the Democratic Party. <laughs> Two hours after he announced and now you got all the uh, Hollywood elite, you know, pieces of shit, you know, pedophile whack jobs, you know, climbing on board to say how wonderful she is and courageous she is and how the ticket now is so strong and blah, blah, blah. And really, at the end of the day, if you get that whack job in there, when they finally do, you know, when, when Sleepy Joe finally has a stroke uh, and they get rid of him, then she's poised to take over the presidency or is she um now we no. talked about this the other day Did anybody look into that there's kind of this rumor going around online um you know that because the rumor is or or i've heard that uh when she was born her legal parents were not at that point uh legal american citizens whether that's true or not i don't know because, like I said, I've kind of taken this week off and just stuck to some headlines and and just just basic uh, headline news kind of shit. But uh, and because of that, if something were to happen to Dementia Joe, um, then she cannot actually take the presidency because of that. There's some kind of a loophole there or stipulation there. And then, in fact, you know, drunk Nancy Pelosi would then become the president. Well, I'm looking at Associated Press right now, which actually is the exact claim. It says, claim if, if Joe Biden picks Kamala Harris for his running mate, she will not be eligible to serve as president. That is false because she herself is a natural-born U.S. Okay. citizen. That's kind so, of what I thought. I didn't yeah. think it had anything to it do would, the parents, with what yeah. her parents were when she was born, as long as she was born. So she would become the vice president. Yes. Or, or president. the president, president. Yeah. yeah. Which so, is terrifying. Well, here's my question. Okay, so we know deep state <laughs> programs people and you know, Barry, Obama, whatever you want to call him, you know, was basically raised to be president. You right. know, he was groomed. Sure. Okay. So is is that what they've done with her? And if they've done that, why did it take so long for them to announce her? Hillary was in the way. Just, were, that's, just, were, that's things that made me say, hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, because normally they, they groom people years and years and years in advance because they know who's going to go. I, I think that the longer they take, the less opportunity there is to uncover shit on her. Mm, yeah. You would think they'd want to push that announcement as far as they could. Shorten the runway. Shorten the runway because all kinds of horseshit is already coming out about her. Now, I have to ask with Biden and being obviously like, dude, there's something wrong with you. To your point, Rob, earlier this week, why is his family not pulling him and saying, mm -hmm. whoa, guys, come on, this is getting his health. I mean, yeah. is there anything indicating that this might just be a throwaway of election for the democrats like let's just 
clear the chaff out of the way. Let's throw somebody up there that we really don't. If we happen to get them in there, we'll, we'll, we'll work behind the scenes, obviously, but let's not waste a candidate that we can use four years from now. I thought that. I mean, I originally thought that too, but then again, they're so conceited and so I, I can't imagine them throwing anything. The away. narcissism, yeah, the is narcissism just, is, yeah. is not you know letting anybody in there without either you know the million ballad. The think mm-hmm. that's going to carry some some yeah. weight somehow. Yeah. But you know, I yeah. did see a, a great meme this week that said, "I will walk through COVID, um, SWAT murder hornets to get to the pole." Yeah, I thought that's pretty awesome. Yeah. We've got a 78-year-old man who's clearly mentally incapacitated and not in a good state of health, mentally and physically, who, if he does debate Trump, is just going to get completely stomped. I mean, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you step in if your spouse were this horrifically... You know, unless I'm just wanting him unless there and don't just, care, and I want the you the want the money, and you the, want yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the fame. I mean, I think if I'm remembering this correctly, back in the day when Dole was running, and Dole's got his issue with his left hand, you know, everybody make fun. He's holding that pen. I'm yeah. Bob Dole. I mean, he got right through the coals for health issues, and it wasn't a mental thing. I mean, it was like he physically can't. Uh, and now you've got somebody up there who can't even read off a cue card properly. I feel horrible for the man as a human. Yeah. But I mean, you can like, tell he clearly, like, he, yeah. when he stops, he clearly gets confused. Yeah, and then he'll, he now somebody's trained him and prepped him because he's got two techniques I keep seeing him use. One is you ask a probing question, he'll suddenly get irate about it to deflect and then change subject. And then the other is when he's having a memory failure, he'll start the thing. He'll, he'll use placeholder words. So he's been conditioned to shift into that. But he can't keep, everything with him is a rat hole. You can't follow a, a stream of con- it's true stream of consciousness. It's anything that rises to the surface is getting said. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's just random stuff. You can't. Yeah, make squirrels. I, and the way they eat spaghetti. What? I. So so too with like you know you're bringing up is Joe like a cover up you know even for mm. whatever like is he just a throwaway? But I just wanted to read you guys this because I know that there's some people that are going to be listening to this that are interested in you know not just biblical prophecy but prophecy that's so even happening one today. one out of the eleven so like nine percent of our audience is going to care about this right okay right right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but just prophecy that's happening today so uh, somebody that I trust in the prophetic community is a guy named Jeremiah Johnson and. Um, I was under him for a while, and his mm. his track record. Of, this is different from the Mountain Man. This is totally different than the Mountain okay. Man, right? And because uh, I and, like that guy. <laughs> but Jeremiah, he has a. If you don't know who he is, you can look him up. He has a very accurate track record. And uh, on April fourteenth, he posted a dream that he had. And I just want to read this to you guys because it's really interesting. Remember, this is April 14th. He said, I had a dream where I found myself walking into a hospice. I was unaware who uh, who I was there to see, uh, who I was there to see, but proceeded into a large bedroom. Upon entering, I immediately noticed a large sign above the bed that read 1 Kings 1, 1 through 2, which says, Now King David was old, advanced in age, and they covered him with clothes, but he could not keep warm. So his servant said to him, Let them seek a young virgin for my lord the king, and let her attend the king and become his nurse, and let her lie in his bosom, that my lord the king may keep warm. 
perplexed as to why this verse was in the bedroom, I looked down on the bed and there was Joe Biden shivering and frail as if he was very cold. I asked God, what is the meaning of this? And he responded back to me and said, the man before you is not a threat, but it will be those who are overseeing and managing him while he is frail and elderly. That will be a challenge for he is a mere puppet, a decoy of sorts to distract many from what is really taking place behind the scenes. Keep your eyes on the woman who they will place beside Joe, for she will seek to reinvigorate and seduce many. So that was April wow. 14th. Wow. He had that dream. And, so, and like I said, like his track record is unbelievable. If you guys ever want to go look him up. I mean, he predicted tr Trump's presidency way before. So he's, but that dream, I mean, is specifically even speaking to kind of what we're talking about now where, and it talks about even King David where that they tried to do that with him, where they tried to take advantage of him while in his old age. Um, now, is that implying that Camelot is a virgin? Carmela? As long as you mispronounce it, you say whatever you want. Camelot Harris. Camelot Harris. And I have to say, not a relation. But in the same way, I think all of us would say too is that, yeah, I mean, we don't see Joe Biden as a threat, but the people that run Joe Biden, of course, that would want to... Well, isn't it crazy that everybody, you know, the mainstream media and all the brainwashed far left and all the, you know, Kens and Karens out there call Trump a racist, but Joe Biden was instrumental in writing the horrific crime bill that basically led the way to, you know, put young black men in jail for a long time for selling small amounts of weed. And then, you know, th there was a headline, not a headline, but, you know, if you a little bit of the digging into Carmelo um, Harris, she jailed 1,500 black men for possession of weed and withheld evidence on two black men that were on death row. And then she released that evidence once they were executed. I mean, she basically, her her track record as a prosecutor is horrible. She seems to be the poster child for hypocrisy. It's just the most, it, the two of them together is so insanely corrupt and bad and everything that people blame Trump for in terms of his, you know, unfair practices and his racism and all this stuff is exactly what they are guilty of and responsible for. You know, it's, it's just insanity to me that more people don't wake up and say, okay, I, I'm, I'm starting to see through this bullshit and, you know, call them on it, but it's, it's just really, jump on the train. But that, that decision to change within a person is that's foundational. I mean, you've got to have an life-shattering event to be able to face that and sometimes it's easier head in the sand i do agree with you that somebody who is protesting and saying like i used to get accused of stuff in my first marriage horrible 20 years of craziness i would get accused of stuff at all all the time it never ceased to amaze me that the things i was getting accused of turned out to be what was being done to me and you know so it's if you're the one raising the red flag too much and i think i said this in previous mm -hmm. casts the one that's protesting too much sometimes is the guilty party. Guilty you know, it's you're trying to deflect, you're trying to transfer. And I've just seen that too much in my life where it's a big trigger point for me when I see somebody arguing about something too much, pushing too much, trying to prove it. You got to believe me. I get really activated quickly and turn into like, okay, whoa, now you've caused me to think the opposite. Now, now you've got me looking over here because of that trauma. You know, because it's that's where I start to get bothered. So when I see that side, lecturing, correcting, 
overcompensating hyperbole, I, my flags go off immediately. But doesn't it, one of the reasons I, I shut down this week and just, I was leading toward this earlier and then we got distracted um, by God knows what. Well, that's what we do. But I come into the gym, you know, I come in early in the morning and we've got a couple of TVs that are always just kind of, you know, just just visual background and the sound's always down. And, you know, for the longest time, it was just like Sports Center, you know, because it's a gym. Kind of keep up with sports headlines and that kind of shit while you're working out. And then, you know, sports went off the fucking rails. And so I put it over to... It was on Fox News, you know, even though Fox News is nearly as complicit as all the others that still have a shri- at least they're rooting for our side. I'll put it that way. That's the difference between the two. I mean, but so I come in one morning and, and all I see on Fox News is K- Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris, whatever the fucking name is, uh, <laughs> over and over and over again. And just, you know, with all the hypocrisy and I just I, I was just done. So then I flip it over to Sports Center. And all I see is how essentially college football is being canceled, you know, one conference after the next and one team after the next. And then you see these asshole millionaires taking a knee and, you know, just it's just so like I was done with that. So thank God it's Shark Week on mm. Discovery Channel. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's yeah. punching sharks. Mike, yeah, Mike Tyson's punching sharks. And uh, yeah, so a real punch a shark. I think so. I think they created a dummy so, shark just for him to punch to see how hard he could punch a shark underwater. So, <laughs> you know, I put on Discovery Channel and Shark Week, and that's kind of helped me remove from it. And we've had some tough workouts this week to take my mind off of it. And then, you know, par for the course is, you know, this this other big thing in the news is this five-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. You know, what was his name uh, Cannon yep. um, Hennant or something like that? This poor little boy gets shot in the damn head. By, I'm sorry, it was a black guy. Could have been a white guy. Could have been a Hispanic guy. Could have been an Asian guy. Could have been an alien. I don't care. But a five-year-old boy gets murdered out on his bicycle. Now, George Floyd gets murdered. And, you know, here is a drug addict that actually held a knife to a pregnant woman's stomach while his buddies robbed her. And, yes, it was a tragedy. Any death is, unless it's a pedophile. Uh, but it becomes, you know, race wars in the streets and 90 plus days straight of rioting in Portland and blah, blah, blah. But a five-year-old boy gets his head blown off in the middle of the street. Media silent. Media silent. Now, did you see the interview with the, the I guess, police chief? He was in, this happens. He's trying to get to the scene. Reporters are Q&A in him and he's looking at his phone because he's trying to respond to this yeah active piece and they're like you're not paying attention you're, you're on the phone he's like okay first off shut up secondly i'm trying to run a, a, a precinct here i'm actively engaged in trying to get to a crime scene where this happens and you're sitting here you are you people are looking at the wrong thing you are paying attention to the wrong stuff and if you think you can do this job get in here and do this job but where are you when times get hard you just want to question everything and are and it's the what is the armchair quarterback mm-hmm. everything and that that's easy as hell Oh, yeah. So we got this hypocrite running mate that is can't figure out if she's Indian or African-American or Jamaican. But it doesn't matter because the typical brainwashed MK Ultra mind numb, you know, Jane or Joe citizen just soaks it up and believes it. And then you got 
dementia Biden, you know, with his rhetoric. And then they're coming out saying, you know, the, the first thing that they team up on to mention in their first shared little press conference is that the current president is responsible for coronavirus and they start bashing the economy. Mm. Well, are people that explained to me is are people really so fucking stupid that they would listen to that and nod their head like, well, yeah, the economy is, is hard, right? Oh, doesn't the night shouldn't 98% of the population say, well, yeah, it's bad, you dumbasses, because there's this stupid freaking inflated scamdemic and you, you made all the businesses shut down. You took everybody out of work. And is any coincidence that the, the supposed case rates and death rates are triple in blue cities? And, you know, Democrat run cities where there's Democrat governors and Democrat mayors and, you know, it, it, it stinks to high heaven all the way around. It's like if you brought in a five year old and just walked them through these situations, they would say, well, it's not that guy's fault because it was good until they you know, did this. And But there's the flaw in the logic. A five year old has not been tainted. A five year old's not been conditioned. We've all been so subtly conditioned for so long that once again change is hard so i'm seeing as i and i'm not a big social media guy i deal with it because my job dictates that i have to so i'm on there now i'll follow some really weird stuff and some cool stuff and some stuff like what the hell is this and i am seeing a shift in awareness toward becoming more aware mm-hmm. but it's a slow process now it will get to a point what we in my industry we call it the tipping point where you've got to get to this critical mass for it to tip over the fence, for it, for it to actually become the norm. We're a long way from that, but I'm at least pleased and feeling optimistic that I'm seeing people that I did not think would start opening their eyes to go, wait, a, wait, what? You know, I'm at least starting to see that. Now, you say that to me a year ago, nine months ago, six months ago. I'm mean, like, these people would argue with me all day long. And I'm not trying to argue. I'm just saying, well, if I this say it's a great weird. awakening, you're, yeah. people are going to say I'm a whack job because yeah. so I'm just going to say a higher level of awareness. Well, or, back, consciousness. Yeah. Well, back back to your uh, the, the Floyd issue that happens. I agree. Bad. You know, the general consensus of that caused such an outbreak of hysteria. But yet you couple that or, or run in tandem. Pedophilia, whether it's newly found out been going on for a thousand years whatever it is and people are kind of like meh dude one life lost it sorry yes tragic what even if you take the conspiracy side out of it and all that and you just say this dude died and shouldn't have but then you couple that with the thousands and thousands of lives that are directly affected and indirectly affected by potential sex trafficking human trafficking all this and you don't, I'm still not seeing people just be up in arms about it. certain people are. You know why? And he's at it again. Did you mm. see Anderson Cooper? So the, the other nugget I, of news I that I actually, because whenever I see his piece of shit face, I just have to listen for a second just because it's so ridiculous. So he had this little deal on CNN where he goes off on QAnons again. It was specifically about there's some uh, Republican you know, race somewhere in some state where this woman won and she is an outspoken QAnon supporter. She wins the race. Mm. She beats out the other Republican who's just, you know, just more of a general Joe Republican. And she's like this outspoken QAnon Mm. and she wins. And so Anderson, Anderson Cooper has to get on the air and he's doing it again. 
he's specifically running through all the reasons why QAnon supporters are crazy, insane conspiracy theorists. And he, he made sure to, to go in there and talk about Pizzagate. He made sure to go in there and talk about uh, the conspiracy theory of human trafficking rings. None of that shit is a conspiracy mm. theory. I mean, does anyone, who are these people that think that human trafficking, the abduction of children, that children being, you know, currency in the world is not a thing. The well, people who are doing it? Besides the people who are fucking doing it. But doesn't it scream the loudest when you have to come on TV once a week and keep trying to suppress the truth and calling it a conspiracy theory because it's obvious that you're terrified that you're going to be found out and this is your last ditch effort to try to, to quell that opposition? I mean, it's, I'm sitting here watching it thinking, oh my God, are there, is this anybody listening to this fucking talking head that believes it? Or does it not just immediately raise a flag of awareness to everybody that's listening to it and make them want to go look into it? I mean, some of the most guilty people on earth are the people who are most vocal about their lack of guilt. And he is doing it to an insane level. And when you, I forwarded that to a couple people and they're like, oh, he's at it again. Oh yeah, there's that pedophile piece of shit. You know, he's he's trying to sway opinion because he knows he's about to be busted. But then, you know, there are, are how many people out there sitting behind their TV brainwashed that just nod their head and say, oh, yeah. So then when they see that cue, they think crazy people mm-hmm. and they just kind of yeah, because they're not going to spend time to look. Now, where I get pissed is some big things happened this week, but you're not hearing about them. So, for example, he, you know, you're favorite person there is making those statements about that but what about the uae israel agreement this week oh yeah huge who's talking about that i mean if you're not looking you're not seeing it that's like how many thousands of years has this been going on and we've been trying mm-hmm. to get this and now suddenly this see is here yeah man never Nothing mind no, let's not talk about that everything's about a distraction yeah it's, it's full a- diplomatic relations between the two hey come put an embassy in our area we'll put one in yours let's start talking like friends now that's been going on for how long? I mean, this goes back biblically, back to the Canaanites and everything else. So what does that mean, do you, do you look into that at all? Yeah, so, I mean, you're talking about, like, the with the United like Emirates and things yeah, like that with yeah. the Israel yeah, agreement. The UAE and, and Israel agreement yeah. thing. That's, right, that yeah. should be huge news, right? I mean, th- that should ha- be phenomenally those huge two news. Houses. But nobody, once again, like you're saying, nobody talking about it because, well, let's talk about everything else that's going on in America and try to cover you up with the fake, you know, whatever. No college football, potentially, in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Right. Uh, Instead of, like, thousands of years of, you know, dispute happening in the Middle East that's now being, like, they're trying to work it out with each other and trying to Let me ask you this. If Barack Obama would have made that agreement, would it be headline news? 100%. Yeah. But would Barack Obama have tried to make that agreement? Because doesn't that go against his interests being... Yeah, well, with the background that he has well, and yeah, being I mean, is pro-Islam and right, Obama was. I know I'm going off on a weird tangent there. Yeah, I mean, but Obama was never like he wasn't really pro-Israel in any kind of. I and mean, not like, at all, not no. at all. So um, that was, you know, for me that that's kind of a, you know, I'm always gonna that's gonna also be part of my vote is you know people that are pro-Israel and I talked about that on the last podcast as well. But I mean, seeing you know the relations trying to be worked out over there, I mean, the fact that it hasn't made major news just tells me that like you know. It's they don't really care. 
about the things that are important. They, they want you. No. They mm-hmm. want you to, to think all this other here. stuff to Nothing push their to agenda. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think that's a big deal biblically. I mean, as far as there there being peace over there, I mean, it it makes it even seem more towards like an end times, mm-hmm. you know, type type look. Uh, like I said before, even with us moving our embassy into Jerusalem and establish, establishing Jerusalem as the the capital city is one of the signs of the end time. So when America did that, we were kind of saying that we recognize Jerusalem, you know, as as the capital. But um, so, yeah, I think this whole agreement, I think that I, I'm, I'm really excited to see where it leads into, because right now I don't really know too much about it besides they're just trying to. But now make if I recall, one of the warning signs of the end times is when you start hearing peace, 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 start paying attention. Yeah, well, it says they, they, it says they will say peace, peace, but there is no peace. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so 100%, that's also a sign is when you see a massive amount of peace happening, and, and the Bible tells us that in the background, really, there is no peace. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not the intention of, of their heart. Well, so, hopefully this is the intention. I mean, hopefully, I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm always, you know, hopeful for the best, you know, for, especially for them. I mean, they, they've been battling it out for forever. Well, so, to that point, that and this is where I'm going to get into the biblical side of it. You know, people say, "Why are they always argued?" Well, there's two houses. There's the Israelites and the Kenites have always been at each other's throats because of their fathers, who they worship. Mm-hmm. So, it's it. This is a blood feud that's been going on since. Well, even I mean, even deeper than that, it's you know, it's Abraham's children. It's yes. Isaac and Ishmael, you know, yeah. where Ishmael was the the son that was outside of God's promise because he couldn't wait. And so Sarah said, you know, have sex with my servant so we can have a kid, so we can have mm-hmm. descendants. And that wasn't, God said, you know, I promised you a, a son. This isn't, I told you it was going to be from your wife, not from a servant. And, uh, and Ishmael and his, and, and you know, uh, Hagar, they were sent into the wilderness. And that is, his descendants are what we know as, you know, the modern day Palestinians, Arabs things like that and and we know the israelites to be the descendants of um isaac so that what's funny is is if you read i've read you know doing all the studies i have in religion and everything i've read the quran all the way through i've read you know book of mormons all, all the all those fun things and in the quran you know in the bible it i abraham goes to god asked abraham to sacrifice isaac right mm. It was it was his promise that he had given him, and it was a test of Abraham to see how much do you really trust me. So, more, you know, we know the story that Abraham doesn't end up killing Isaac. Isaac saved, and in the Quran, <laughs> it's actually the opposite way around. Mm-hmm. In the Quran, Ishmael is the one that is taken to the mountain to be sacrificed because he was the actual child of promise and not Isaac. And so, Muslims believe that it was opposite in that we were the chosen and that's why there's always been the debate of the palestinians owning areas different things like that because they believe that we're of the chosen bloodline if you will and not isaac wasn't the promised child it was ishmael was the promised child and that they even write in the quran that abraham would go out into the wilderness and find hagar and ishmael and he would go out and visit them because he loved them more than he loved sarah and isaac and he would sneak out kind of in private and go see them and things and so it's it's funny you know you see the two different sides of it. but until you read both sides you never know both sides of it so that's why you know i try to keep myself educated on not just you know if you're a christian and you only read the bible i mean that that's great i applaud you 
But if you want to, you know, really educate yourself, I would say read other works of religious literature so that you can at least know the other side of what other people How are dare thinking. you, sir. And where they're coming from. Recommending we yeah. dabble in the devil's work. <laughs> I had a pastor tell me once if I read anything but the King James Version, I was going to hell. Yep. Wow. So apparently I'm going to hell. Did we grow up in the same church? The King James Version isn't even the closest to the Greek that you can get. So, I mean, I guess generally when it comes to like biblical like translations of what's more accurate, we kind of normally usually fall towards what's closest to the Greek because the New Testament would have been for the majority written in the Greek because that's what Paul would have written in. And so the King James version isn't even the closest translation that we have to the Greek that if anybody listening just wants to know a good translation, I mean, I pretty much stick to NASB because that is the closest that you're going to get to the original Greek translations and, and things of the Bible. So, I mean, King James version, there's nothing against it, but there, there, I do have something against people saying that there's only one version that you can read or, now, or one, whatever. One benefit you have with King James though, is you can use Strong's concordance to reference back to get to what, and actually almost translate it yourself. Right, but I mean, there's so many concordances now, and there's so many, you know, I mean, it's not it's not like the, you know, Strong's doesn't necessarily have like the monopoly on, you know, mm-hmm. concordance well, now. Well, that same pastor also uh, took a special offering from his congregation to make an air-conditioned doghouse. <laughs> True story. Wow. Swear to God. Wow. Well, yeah. he didn't want his dog to live in hell. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want his, his dog, in, you know. Living in, in hell hellish, today. Kind of, yeah. Poor, yeah, poor there's fella. another example of He's how the... As the church, where now we take money to have air-conditioned dog houses instead of oh, let's actually like feed orphans and widows mm-hmm. and let's go do the, you know, the, the stuff that the church in the did in the New Testament. <laughs> so, uh, in in interesting. Speaking of those crazy, wacky QAnon kids, mm-hmm. um, they're so funny. I was kind of looking at this day, wondering if something. Usually, when it comes to dates and numbers, it never works out like we want it to. It means something completely different, apparently, but. There was a big QAnon post that said that August is going to be a hot month, and it had the word hot capitalized. And some clever QAnons have been putting us out there that if you take the word hot, H is the eighth letter of the alphabet, O is the 14th, and T is the 20th, that would be 81420, which would be today, Mm -hmm. today's day. So a lot of these cuckoo crazy QAnons God love them we love them Um, they think today is going to be a big day for some sort of an announcement so it's 1220 in the p.m. Uh, <laughs> so what time do announcements normally happen uh, what time are they coming uh, uh, late if you did the last one it was uh, what, 8-7 yeah. And then there was the uh, the no payroll tax, right? Yeah, oh, that's, that's the next thing. Is that uh, I saw that one. And I was like, please, 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 yeah. please. So and don't just defer it. <laughs> like no, it was uh, that was an ex- executive order, no payroll tax for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. right? What else yeah. went with that executive order? Was it now they're still fighting it, uh, but there was something else with that. Um, I mean, could this be a taste of Nasara kind of stuff? Well, or? to me, that becomes the why am I going to bother? Like the question we had last last episode of. Well, I'm not going to fight you in the house to try to get this another stimulus check out because I'm working on this over here. So if because you stop payroll tax or first off, my company benefits because I'm not having to match the tax you're paying. Right. So that saves my company some money. Secondly, now I just write you a check for what you actually earned this week. You know, and so that's instantly money. Oh, in and your the other thing account. was no evictions. No. Yeah. So yeah. if they're working toward Nasara, which would be mm. paying off everybody's, you know, yeah mortgages mm-hmm. 
is this a way to keep people put in their houses as a way of saying yeah. it's okay relief is coming if you've been out of work for the last three months because of this fake fucking virus the sheriff's not showing you the up sheriff's to throw not going to yeah. show up at your door yeah. to throw you out yeah uh so we it's apparently an executive order you can't evict somebody so is oh, that just another safeguard yeah. as things are being put into motion Could i mean be. we of course we would love it to be but how can they fight that it would be an executive order I mean, uh, you, you can create a, a lawsuit against it and then freeze it. Wow, that would be so, great. Yeah, yeah. Let's just drag it out. Let's drag out some more. But once again, what's it hurting? Is there? A, I mean, is there any uh, these cr freaking Democrats out there that are? Well, Mama was a Democrat, Papa was a Democrat, Mama was a Democrat, and Daddy was a Democrat. So I'm gonna be a Democrat, even though the Democrats have become this Marxist socialist group of fucking whack jobs. Which, by uh, the way, they originally weren't. They right. originally were more. Republican-minded, and the Republicans were Absolutely. more, you know, and it oh, switched yeah. over time. It switched. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kennedy was the last, you know, decent. Well, actually, his son was the last decent <laughs> Democrat to hold a major public office. But um, now I forgot where the hell I was going with that rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah well, it's I, gone. Well, I had there was a to that. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, to that point. To that point, Biden. You, you'll be Biden today. You're forgetting where you are. Mm. We, I, I talked to the a, hair on my legs yeah. stood up and the kids would wipe it down I, like, and I was in I the like, pool and I like whispering in ears <laughs> I like smelling I read kids. one of our reviews this week and one of one of the comments from the from the guy was like well you guys kind of rabbit hole yourself sometimes he's like I'm waiting for the tell me the navigating part you're telling me about the dystopia all the time but the navigating well I've, I've determined that well there is no navigation on some of this stuff because there's nothing happening you you just try to prepare but I think that's the new name of the show is navigating the navigating dystopia is how do you get through an episode <laughs> you know what if you're with one stream of consciousness say, <laughs> if you're expecting the there four is no of us to there take, is no linear progression yeah, here it's yeah. all if lateral you're expecting thinking the four of us to walk you through this in, in perfect synergistic yeah. Yeah. look here's the deal have you ever been on a family road trip across the country with your dad and the crinkled mm. up fucking map don't make me come he back was there. trying to navigate that shit too don't. and then you wound out in the middle of the damn desert don't make me pull this car over yeah uh, so i want to meet the listener that's looking to us for the answer <laughs> <I'm serious>. you know and the thing of it is is do you know how many uh, here's what we are we're the four dumbasses that aren't afraid to get in front of a microphone with a bottle of scotch at 11 o'clock in the morning. Tequila today. Tequila. And to, tequila today. Tequila. And talk about all the shit that's on everybody's minds. It, it's, it's proof that most people don't want to throw that shit out there because I don't know if this has happened to you guys. Mm. I get, and I'm not exaggerating people, 20, 30 DMs a day of people sending me articles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And videos. Have you oh, seen check this, this out. Have have you, you, yeah. Like, hey, you should talk about this. Oh, have you seen this? You should. I'm like, why don't you just talk yeah. about well that goes to my back to my comment earlier about awareness people are snap they're waking up oh, yeah. a little bit oh there a lot of people are awake but but they're still not i think there's a well you and rob you and i have talked about this before that the way we were raised the way we we're grown up we carry a little bit of what i call the imposter yeah uh, absolutely mindset of well i know some stuff but i'm afraid to talk about it because i don't want to look like i don't know what i'm talking about so i'm afraid to put it out there and you have to grow past that so you end up feeling like an imposter somebody's gonna find me out and call me out on it you just have to like at some point say, I've read, I've looked into this, I'm taking a stand, I could be wrong, and 
And when you're our age, then you immediately uh, you go just into go, I don't Clint care. Eastwood and El Camino. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like, get off my fucking lawn. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if you don't like it, I will put a shotgun in your yeah. mouth. Yeah. And, and we yeah. always encourage others to do the same Dude, when it comes yeah. to reading. I mean, just like, look. read as much as, as us. Don't just take our word for No, for please things. don't. Oh, go God, in, yeah. and research yeah. the things for yourself. Don't, you know, we're not saying that we're the top authority on any of these oh, subjects. No. We're saying that these are our opinions. These are where we stand on things. And these are what we have found. We're never perfect purposefully trying to lie to you no. about anything but we want you to go out there do the research for yourself and not just be some vegetable brain but we might that bring, just receives information we might bring up a topic that you may not have heard of and uh, please go read on it yeah, and, and sure. stop where you want to before we get too far as a loyal yeah. listener i have two questions all right so number one yep does your imposter syndrome come from being deep state Mine does not. And number two, uh, I can very easily tell you where mine comes from. What's that chick's name? Koala Harris or whatever her name is. Kara Koala. Koala. Yeah, that's my, Koala. Nick. <laughs> that's right. my new. I was favorite. going with caramel. Koala Harris. Koala caramel. Koala Harris. Koala Harris. You got to make yeah. a meme. Can you blend the two together? Can you Photoshop that shit? Put that nose on there. Is Koala. is Houston? Houston Harris and Koala Harris oh, is Harris yeah. like the John Smith of the deep state it, it they don't be. have a last now, name fuck it, I prefer Harris. are you the, an agent is it like are they all agent Smiths yes yes oh. I prefer the original pronunciation of Harris which was harass harass yes oh. so that, that's that's where it actually okay Koala carry on harass. that was my that you know, was like my some people questions. are named Taylor because they were a Taylor some yeah. people are named butcher because they were a butcher we were a bunch of harassers. So, I've never yeah. met a guy with a last name Butcher in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name's Clyde Butcher. Cobbler. I'm apparently just good at winning. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's a Gantt? Yeah, what is it? What is, what is a Gantt? Oh, we need Ryan. That's a, he's here. a chart. He's made from pivot tables. Oh, Ryan's here. Hey, yeah. Ryan. Oh, what's shit. up, guys? When'd you get here? <laughs> All right. Well, well, now, for the person that I referred to a minute ago who gave us a review, I, I like to listen and go well maybe there's well, we room appreciate for, it oh yeah. yeah so is there room for improvement so one of the questions after i, I read his oh, review no. yeah, <laughs> yeah what are we talking it's about as good as it gets <laughs> so i started thinking this week a question i want to put to you guys is if the world goes to shit whatever definition of that you want to call that call it a um bomb goes off water goes bad power goes out whatever what are you each individually doing to prepare for that to protect yourself and family in that order because okay. if you can't protect yourself first, you can't protect your family afterwards. So. Mm. Well, I'm meeting you guys in the gym. <laughs> yeah. So you that's can, num- you that's can number out- one being you fit- can outrun the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just I mean that wasn't that rule number one. Wasn't yeah. it cardio and cardio? And zombie yeah. Or- yeah. Well, Food, uh, water, firearms, liquor. Apparently, we can work legs to the point of um, failure. Nausea, yeah, yeah. Getting ready to puke. And I broke out into so like the worst cold sweat after that workout. <laughs> Rob was tasting pennies. <laughs> oh man, I smell toast in this way. <laughs> Rob, can you feel your legs? All right. So oh, for, for me, okay. I don't look at. I'm not looking at an apocalyptic event. Not that that word really means that, but anyway, it's our placeholder where it's gone for years i'm looking at like when hugo came through in the late 80s and my grandparents were in their early 60s and they were without power for two weeks now they were depression babies so they knew how to like shit we're gonna do this he's got a little hibachi grill out back and he's making his own charcoal and he's cooking up dinner for for grandmother and they canned food they were like it's just another day for us wow i don't get to see you know a tv show tonight big flipping deal i'll read a book and they were fine. Mm-hmm. 
you do that to me in my house. I've had we've had a couple of cases where a tornado came through. We lost power for two days. I, lo- I have to look at those situations. OK, what are my kids freaking out about right now? I don't care about charging your damn iPad, kid. No, I need uh, the wife needs coffee. All right. The next time this happens, I've got to have things in the house so I can get her coffee. So I've got a French press and things like that. Oh, crap. I need Ooh. to be able to cook without French electricity. So, so I've got a gas grill gas or I've got a, gra- a gas stove, but you can't. It's got a safety piece on it. I got a half gallon can of Folgers. You were yeah, fucking yeah. French pressing. <laughs> yeah. come, come to my house. Yeah. It's like sludge. Going going yeah, yeah. So then I've got the ability now to cook outside using propane tanks. Uh, now, I don't worry about the water as much because we have a well. We were lucky enough to buy a house that had a well. It's not mainline into the house anymore, but I can hop out there and pump water if I need to. Uh, and I've already had it tested and everything, and we're good to go. And I can manually pull water out of it. So I start looking at it as if we're down for three weeks, do I have enough stuff in the house? I'm not worried about going out and getting things. What, and the kids will freak out when I like bring stuff in the house. Is there a problem? No, calm down, child. It's more about I want enough stuff in the house to prevent me from having to go out into the craziness. So, yeah, I've got rice downstairs. I don't normally eat rice. But in a crunch situation, I'm going to be eating some rice. Yep. I'm pretty much keto in my lifestyle. So we're not big on that kind of food. But do I have Chef Boyardee ravioli in the basement and cans and spam? damn right i do do i have tons of peanut butter oh yeah do i have some energy bars yes can i go for two years no i can't prep that far out so i I refer to myself as like a baby prepper i need to be able to lock down for three weeks until because i've seen with this once you get past week or one or two it starts to settle back down again and people start to normalize it's that first 10 to 14 days of people acting like morons that's what i'm trying to stay away from so can i bolt down in my house if somebody comes knocking on the door that shouldn't, you you better not do that. That there's going to be some stuff happening, uh, and then that raises the next question. You know, if you only pick three weapons, what are they? You know, what would be your go tos? So. <laughs> this is a good topic. Okay. <laughs> Another drink. <laughs> tell me what three weapons you'll choose. I'll tell you why you're wrong right now. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Okay. okay. Well. Uh, well, I'll, I'll start my weapon. So I've got a Tavor X95. Okay. So, so what, what is it? Which one? Like what? Cha- was it chambered in? Uh, five, five, six. Okay. Uh, it can in a rough spot. It can do two, two, three, but mm-hmm. it, it's not optimized for it. So I've got a um, an AR on order that's uh, chambered for two, two, three. I've already stocked up on ammo. Um, I've got several nine millimeter pistols. Talk guns, hell yeah! And then I've got a um, <laughs> a KSG a Keltec shotgun. <laughs> Why is that tequila getting poured? I thought you guys were fussing. We're talking about guns. They, and they, and you passed the threshold. So, and then I've got the short barrel, um, or basically a pup style uh, shotgun, the Keltec KSG for the wife. So it's like, you get this, hunker down behind the bed. I'll go collect the kids and bring them to you. you know, it's, that, it's that type of approach. Uh, and of course, there's axes and machetes. Machete. That, that's a that's a pretty good loadout from what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> I also have all of those guns, but for anybody that doesn't know me, I have an ungodly amount of guns in my house. Guns and Jesus. <laughs> well, so, now, now let me take issue with that real quick. If you have too many choices, you're going to go into vapor lock of like, hmm, he's breaking in. Which yeah, one's going to be the best know, one right now? I've always been concerned you that's got one be choice. my problem. Somebody's like breaking pick- in. I'm looking like, oh, man, what do I want to shoot him with? It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like picking out a scarf. Yeah. <laughs> Which shoes man. do I? Well, like, I, I, I guess like 
for my three, if things were to really hit the fan and I could only have three guns with me, my, my rifle is going to be a Sentry Arms AK-47 all day long because the ammunition is going to be plentiful mm-hmm. and that gun, I can throw it in the water, I can throw it in the dirt and it's going to fire every single time no matter what I do to it. I could probably rip the thing in half and it's still going to fire. So I'm going to choose that as my rifle. Uh, next, I would probably... For well, I'll say pistol. I would stick with some sort of a nine millimeter. So I'd say my like a Glock nineteen seventeen because Glock's same thing, reliable. Doesn't matter what you do to that thing. I can throw it against the wall. I like throw it H- in the dirt again. I like an HK, but well, I I, I have plenty of HKs as well. Mm. It's just for me, it's going to be the reliability again mm. of just knowing that I've took that thing through hell and it's still going to fire on me. It's not going to jam up. So. Those two for my rifle, my pistol, more reliability. But then I guess I would have something that's more of a uh, hunting rifle of some type as well. So whether that, I'd probably say the 300 Win Mag. Mm-hmm. I'd probably keep as a hunting rifle because it's going to kill any. It's going to kill any big game, and it's definitely going to kill small. But I mean, like, I mean, you can bear hunt with that crap. So I mean, that's yeah, where I was going with that. I was like, you're choosing like home defense, but for me, I was thinking, okay, what can I shoot a squirrel with? If things get really bad, and I got to kill a squirrel, right? You know, a twenty-two long yeah, rifle, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, so something I can kill any game with, you know, for the most part, right? And then you know, a a 12 gauge pump yeah this is just i mean literally when you're when you're giving somebody an option of of three it's like it's really hard but like for me i guess that would be my first three i kind of jumped to is i i'd just grab the the ak i'd grab the 300 and i grab a yeah, nine you gotta you gotta bug I'd, out what are you grabbing yeah, yeah. Th- and those would be the three that i just instinctively would just grab first just off the top of my head um because I, i've deer hunted with a since i was a kid with a 300 wind mag for for forever but I mean, I have a lot of favorite guns that I love, but those would be the the top three. And I mean, shout out to Century Arms. I was talking to Rob about this before. Century Arms, their AK forty sevens are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, we're we're talking their full. They do a custom furniture build, or they put the Magpul furniture on it. Uh, it, it doesn't overheat like a lot of. Uh, AK-47s, the new modern ones, they feel like sometimes they, they overheat around the gas tube, different things like that. But Sentry Arms, you can fire that thing all day long. You can put a thousand rounds through it and it's like you didn't even shoot it. You're not melting your barrel. Yeah, I mean, it, that thing can absolutely shred. So if you're looking for, if you're in the market for a rifle and you're just needing something that's like a really good bug out rifle, I'd say that. I also have a Tavor's Caleb's affiliate link to Sentry Arms is. <laughs> right. Man, I'm trying to get us a sponsor here on the, uh, the podcast. Scotch and Sentry Arms. <laughs> and Sentry Arms. Uh, I do love the Tavor as well, but mine is a is a 300 Blackout, and mm-hmm. I would not suggest that as your go-to round to mm-hmm. have in yeah. you know, a bug out situation. So. Well, also in a house, you're going to pierce walls and possibly hit somebody you shouldn't yeah. hit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's the fun part, right? Yeah. It's a surprise. I, I would, uh, I've got an AR pistol that I love because of its size. So it's good in tight quarters. You still, you know, high capacity magazines. I can put it in my backpack if I had mm-hmm. to. I could, I can actually even fit that in like the holster. side luggage yeah. of my motorcycle. It, you can hide it in a vehicle. Do you have the thigh holster? <sighs> and on that folding stocks, invest in those. I have a folding stock on my AK as well beautiful it you can fit it in a backpack now right well my, my my ar pistol i love the size of it and you know i could even hand that off to my 12 year old daughter and it works well for her and then i've got a full size ar um i do have a vr80 semi-automatic shotgun that i've got it's new 
that I need to put some rounds through that. I just I like the idea of having a shotgun because shells are inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, may it, it may not be the ammo that people are going to go after or hoard, so there's more availability for that. So I'd probably go that route, and I would definitely have. Now here's I'm gonna throw you a little bit of a curveball. Let me explain. A Glock chambered in 40 caliber. Okay. Yeah. Um, because a Glock, you know, you could bury it in a swamp, and six months later come back, shake it off, and it's going to fire. But if you have a Glock chambered in 40, you can go to several different websites and do a nine millimeter barrel conversion. In under 25 seconds, I can drop a nine millimeter barrel into any 40 you know caliber glock and immediately start pinging off nine millimeter so that way you've got 40 caliber and nine millimeter options in the same handgun uh ready to roll so in my bug out bag i would have several you know uh like i've got a glock 27 which is the 40 caliber version and uh so i've got several magazines filled with 40 uh caliber but then I've got the barrel conversion in my bag and then several magazines filled with nine millimeters. So I got two options. So if you stumble onto ammunition out in God knows where, I've at least got two that I can choose from. Uh, honorable mention for me would be a takedown 22. Again, mm-hmm. you can take it down. It's portable. You can hunt small game with it. And, you know, hell, I don't care who you are. A, a 22 could still bail you out of a bad situation. And mm-hmm. uh, the biggest, baddest, you know, regardless of what the, the, you know, guys with the Punisher skulls on their hats say in all the gun forms, <laughs> if I point a fucking 22 at your forehead, I don't give a shit how bad you think you are. You're going to shy away from that situation because if I even I put a 22 slug in your eye, that's going to be a bad well, day for you. Well, are you really taking time to sit there and look and go, hey, the diameter of that hole no. is not... You know. But I love the takedown 22 because you can strip it down in minutes. You can throw it in a pack. My daughter could shoot it. My wife shoots it. It's accurate. Small game, self-defense. It's, you know, it's a good option, too. So mine would probably, if I can only take three, uh, even though I've got full-size ARs, I'd probably take the pistol. I'd take a, my 40-chambered uh, Glock with 9mm conversion, and I'd probably take a takedown 22. It's a good setup. Jason, where do you, you stand on this? Oh, I'm, I'm Samurai sword and a hard on, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bottle of liquor and a goddamn knife. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. He's like, I got a flashbang and a tomahawk. <laughs> I got I got no room in my backpack for I uh, got goddamn Chinese throwing stars I'll put right in your fucking skull. Nutchucks. I got me some nutchucks. And some Dan Bruce Lee signature nunchucks. When did Slim get in here? I didn't know he snuck in. Ah, <laughs> oh, boys, I've been standing in the goddamn corner i'd probably take a coffee table because there's nothing <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing on this planet hurts worse than stumping your toe on a coffee table that's true <laughs> imagine us walking down a dirt road with our bug out bags and weapons and jason's carrying a coffee table it looks like, like a scene out of mystery man where you, like, you got a bowling that, ball you know what if you think about it though let's say a gang of thugs walks up on that they'll be like i'm going after that guy over there with a the gun because homeboy over there with a the coffee table is fucked in the head and I'm not, that, that boy's crazy. That white boy right there is crazy. I ain't going anywhere near that. If you're willing to tote around a coffee table, <laughs> I'm so scared ass. of you. I'm terrified of that. 
I want to see the back harness. I'm going after the guy with a gun all day long over the guy who's carrying a whole coffee table. If you're walking down a dark alley and you see a guy with a hoodie on with like his hand in his pocket, and then you're scared of that. But if you look over and there's some dude just standing there smiling at you holding a coffee table, you're running from that shit. Okay? So I think Jason wins. <laughs> Man, you're right. Uh, no, the intimidation I, no, factor. No, I still go with buck naked erection and then a samurai sword. Yeah, Who's that's, that's who, there needs to be a flashbang in there though because that just really ups the ante here. What if you're holding a coffee table and you like throw a smoke bomb down and just start screaming like a banshee? It's just four legs. I'm running from that. Yeah, I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. So, I, I guess I would go with a bottle of limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> that would scare anybody off. Um, a coffee table and oh, my third one. I don't know. That's a tough one. Uh, I guess I would go back to the 22 where I could, you know, kill some small game. So if I've got the coffee table, I could, you know, stump someone's toe with that. Or prop up we the 22 We could sit down and shoot. have some drinks if it was friends. Or, you know, if I needed to prepare a meal on the coffee table, I was, you know. Or you could prop up and take aim at that squirrel. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. speaking of that that VR-80 semi-automatic shotgun I just got, which I absolutely cannot wait to shoot. It's fucking gorgeous. Um, my wife got me that. Oh, so, kudos, Nancy. Yeah, even job, though she'll Nancy. never listen to these podcasts, I'm quite sure. What did she you just do? rolls her eyes? What did you do? Uh, and I didn't have to do shit for that. Nice. Well, now that's not true. I am involved in home improvement on a weekend mm. by weekend basis. Sand the floor. He is being Chip Gaines right now. But, so. but I am expected to do that. <laughs> and speaking of that, how many marriages have been ruined by HDTV? All of them. Every single one, practically. Yeah. You know. Yeah, watching Chip and Joey and Gaines build yeah, houses. Fuck them. Is that what you're okay. <laughs> no, that shit ain't easy. Do you know how many times Nancy has, like, pointed to the TV and said, "See, honey, they said it's easy. We could do that. We could totally do that." I go running up to the TV, waving my arms, saying, "You know, I turn that shit off." I immediately have to sit her down, do an intervention, and tell her all the reasons why that shit ain't as easy as you think it is. You know, I've even brought in experts. I have a client who does. <laughs> who owns a building supply store and does renovations on uh, rental properties and, and, and apartments. And I, you know, almost, you know, I, I've almost to the point of interviewed him for him to tell me all the ways that all that shit is bullshit because I got roped into that shit now for how many years? It, I just, oh. I just thought of this whole new business adventure for us. We shoot YouTube videos of experts Failing. saying why this is hard. And then men can subscribe to him and go, honey, I've queued up a video of why we don't need to sand our own hardwood floors. That's genius. Cue the video. It's just a monthly $18 a month. In case it's podcast. And it's, it's yeah, yeah, literally an expert yeah. just looking yeah. into a camera saying, listen, I know that you're giving your husband a hard time about this, but let me now, tell you the real life. <laughs> now, I, I want to go one notch further. He goes, listen, and you drop in Nancy. Yeah, it just, just like this robotic, robotic voice to just Nancy, and you just insert that. So when you set up the account, you insert your wife or your spouse's name, and it just automatically you know you make a good personalize that. Did you guys just kind of red pill? Because I went through five miserable weekends sanding hardwood floors, mm-hmm. and then she shows up with a brand new shotgun that I've been coveting. I didn't even put the two together. Hmm. Yeah, you got used. So I got totally but rewarded. Used you got but, used and but rewarded. But it's a nice damn gun. So you, I'm, you I'm forgot all about those floors, didn't you? I'm just a puppet, you? and now she's yeah. talking about the molding. Are you trying yeah. to say that yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. it's okay to be used? All right, so now, now, now here. If you get if, weapons out of it. Yeah, this, all right, so uh, you, it this directly like a, ties back into Ryan tomorrow. Okay. This, oh listen up, Ryan. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to so now say, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here. If you're lucky, you'll get guns. Now, Ryan, uh, here, here's another thing. Full disclosure, Ryan's... Beautiful bride to be, uh, and did I mention she does a fantastic job cutting my hair? She's an amazing stylist, owns her own salon, fantastic. 
sweet lady, sweet lady. Um, she's a recent red pillar. Yes, she is. Uh, pull that mic up, Ryan, and tell us a little bit about the Stephanie story. Oh, man. So, Steph. I can already hear him editing right. himself. Yeah. He's already he editing. His words carefully. Uh, let's no, see. No, no. There's a thought no. bubble over his head in this room right now. No, it's actually whenever we started, well, when you guys started to come out with this podcast. And I, sh- oh, sorry. I don't have head- headphones on, guys. Sorry. Yeah, we got to invest um, in new headphones. But it was actually wheels. whenever you guys decided to come out with this podcast. Um, I was like, and you got, you started sharing articles and that sort of thing. And I just kind of probed it a little bit, so to speak. And I just kind of sent her article after article and she just, she went down the rabbit hole and she just started to do her own research and just the things that she found, she didn't turn back. That's good. And that's That's just where she's at with it. Yeah. And she went, she, I mean, if everybody could be like that and just see the evidence, research it yourself, do your own due diligence like she did. I mean, and it went from, hmm, this is interesting to, you know, the last time I talked to her and then got my haircut, it was like, holy crap, she is mm-hmm. all in. And, yeah, she is. and it, it wasn't like it's almost it wasn't halfway. Where... I mean, she was on point with all of it. I was like, OK, well, yeah. mission accomplished. I mean, yeah. she's to the point now where she can have a pistol in the shower. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I suggested shower pistols to her just so we could get that clear. I said, "Do you have a shower gun?" And she goes, "No." And I was like, "Oh yeah, you need a sh- you, you need a shower gun." She was like, "Is that a real thing?" I said, "Oh yeah, one hundred percent." She wanted. Is that different from Ryan's shower pistol? So that often comes out in the shower. Sorry, honey. No, There's a lot no, no, no. of the one I was suggesting discharges. was way more effective than Ryan's. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan's pistol has a lot of accidental discharges though. A lot of misfires. Yep. Whoops! I apologize. Jam- and misfires and Ryan's that shower never, pistol. That never happens. He has a really light trigger pull. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is in his 20s. That's true. Yeah, wait till you're almost 51. 30, almost 30. Are you really? How old are you now? Well, 28 going on 29. One oh, year away from 30. Fucking baby. Child. Children. Mm. Me a baby. Caleb's the baby here. <laughs> hey, listen, leave me out of this. We're making fun of you right now. Right? <laughs> we're, making fun. we're not talking about me. Caleb will have his episode right now. You showed up, so... <laughs> Caleb has the last episode, and it was all Caleb. That's true. That's right. I, I talked way too much in the last one. I listened to it, and I was like, man, stop. No, you did right. not no, talk too much I disagree. disagree. Now, I got to tell you, though, Steph, she was really heartbroken about Disney. Really heartbroken about Disney. I mean, who the hell was it? Yeah. It's just And by extension, wild. for me, my favorite element of Disney is Pixar. Mm-hmm. I love Pixar movies. And because I've been a Pixar fan because, you know, I'm a... I'm a, I'm a I'm not going to say a fan. I mean, yeah, I guess I am. I mean, I've read every book ever written on Steve Jobs. I was always fascinated by him. Just his whole, everything about this guy. Uh, He's like this brilliant maniac. And when I read the book that walked you through how he acquired Pixar, and it was really part of his comeback, so to speak, and it was such a compelling, interesting story and what went into building Pixar and it, it chronicles everything building up to the first Toy Story movie and, and the obstacles that they faced with that new technology and everything that had to go into that. I was just fascinated by it. And then, I mean, the wow experience when you first see the animated movie for the first time, because we were old enough and you were coming out of general animation and then you see something like Toy Story and it was almost like a holy shit experience. And then the, my, still today, I think my favorite Pixar movie was WALL-E. Hmm. Because John Lasseter, the executive producer guy, one of the you know the the original founders of Pixar, who's got his hands in everything, 
that was the one that he wanted to do more than anything. That that meant a lot to him. And I just think the movie Wally is just beautiful in the way that it's they filmed it, the way that it doesn't have a ton of dialogue, but it doesn't need to. And I, I'm just it was a huge Pixar fan. And then when you first come to terms and come to grips with how Monsters Incorporated mm. is about adrenochrome, and then you start putting the pieces together with Tom Hanks and Woody, and you know, then you're like, well, fuck, you know, this is something else that I will never look at the same again. And it goes back to all of it. I mean, I love some some of Tom Hanks movies, and now I can't even stand to look at the guy. Well, I can't I can't yeah. watch any movie produced by anybody now without looking for symbology. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, there's yeah, there's that. a mo- there's a Disney movie out, uh, <laughs> Flight of the Navigator. I think it was late oh, 80s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the kids in the spaceship and talking to this thing that looks like this large animature uh, armature of a penis in his face all the time you know it's kind of and he's walking down the steps and the steps are this the pedophile in, yeah it's right there it's just in your face i showed that to my wife and she's like ah crap it's yeah. everywhere i mean it's just you can't when they added the uh, pizza on the dryer it. door of yeah. um what was it lilo and uh, stitch, lilo and stitch. Yeah, yeah i mean it's like come on are you freaking yeah. kidding me it's like once I mean, you know it's like you can't yeah unsee anything yeah, any movie, unsee anything it. that you yeah. watch anymore well speaking of hollywood though i mean can we all relate that we all feel bad for Alyssa Milano I mean I was I know I was a little bit heartbroken to find out that she claims to have COVID-19 oh, no. you know and this it just tells you how serious mm. this pandemic is because she's never seen without her little mask on mm. and she's always a big advocate for fighting the disease and social distancing and flattening the curve and then for her to come out and announce that she has it and you know and then she talks about you know her how because of COVID-19 and it's taken a toll on her that she suffers massive hair loss from it and hot flashes decreased sex drive and even and I'm sorry vaginal dryness <laughs> and then she tells you at the end that was my primary symptom when I had it <laughs> as well just so you know so <laughs> Now, yeah, so Alyssa Milano on Instagram tells you about she has COVID, even though she wears her mask and social distances, and she hunkers down in her mansion. She has hair loss, hot flashes, decreased sex drive, and yes, vaginal dryness. And uh, so then she reminds you all to make sure you wear a mask. Well, check me if I'm wrong here, but didn't she always wear a mask? Mm. Didn't do her so good. And let me go ahead and tell you that if you look through even the CDC... I can tell you, hair loss, hot flashes, decreased sex drive, and vaginal dryness are none of the symptoms of COVID-19. That's called menopause. This is what we in the industry call menopause, you dumb bitch. How could Tony Danza let She's this happen? She's just in denial. Yeah. Are, you, are you telling me that my vaginal dryness was from menopause and not the, corona? You're going through menopause, Caleb. Yes. Oh, man. Very early. You might want to yeah. consider hormone therapy. Yeah. You want to look into that. Well, I think it's those those vegan burgers from burger well it could be well yeah. that, estrogen that, is that, off the chain on well that. that does make more sense of why when you were uh having a text conversation with my wife you're comparing cup sizes and you won hey evidently. she she brought that up and yeah. i said my breasts are bigger than yours don't play around all right that's all i was saying so <laughs> she did concede <laughs> i was the winner in that you, conversation you were the winner, yes all right. Well, okay. So this complete train wreck shit show episode is an hour and 13 in. So we've got a few more minutes to talk about whatever the fuck we want. So. Well, I did ask the question before I got us off on guns about, you know, what are you doing to prepare? I mean, is anybody buying 
like tangible gold or silver or anything like that? Are you going Not to doing that gold. extreme? I mean, or? I'm still doing the, the old school basics, food, water, yeah. ammunition. Um, my next big purchase is going to be a generator. Yeah. Mm. And then having viable options for, you know, if you do need to get the hell out of Dodge, mm-hmm. uh, we're kind of looking into that. So, but yeah, food, water, ammo, and, and liquor. Liquor, I mean, all jokes aside, liquor is a phenomenal currency. I mean, mm-hmm. if shit goes sideways, many bottles and pints will go a long way to yeah. to trade in the black market to get you what you need to survive. Because let's face it, it's, you know, it's an important commodity for a lot of people. So, Steph and I just bought a tent. Nice. Bought a nice. tent. Bought uh, Fish a and camping supplies, backpack. Stuff like that. Uh, nice. Getting ready to buy some outdoor shoes. So you're ready to go red dawn on this shit. We mm-hmm. might. Yeah. You don't know. We'll say, yeah. I, the, yeah, the I've next gone step is firearms. Okay. Yeah, so I was I, about to say the tent though. That's not. It, that's just because his honeymoon got canceled in Jamaica. <laughs> the tent is so they can have fun in the backyard. That's not for the the preppers. So stuff. if you drive by their apartment complex and look in the back lot. <laughs> Don't look in that tent, okay? Because that might scar if you for life. The tents are moving. Yeah, the t- tents are shaking. <laughs> Run. Go the other way. Well, I've gone as far as if we, let's say an EMP goes off and a lot of electronics are gone. Because you know, anything could happen. Or you just don't have power and you can't charge your phone after a while. There's nothing wrong with the book. You know, last episode I got paper out and you're like, oh, look, tech guy's got paper. <laughs> Dude, so much information is trapped in books and we forget about them. So I'm, I order books on like field medicine first day things like that to the point i've i can i've got suture kits tourniquet kits bandage you know anything like that so houston's walking down the the dirt road like in that movie the road yeah and thug a gang of thugs come come up on him and they you know ambush him and take his pack hoping to get Mm -hmm. cool shit and then they open it up and it's just filled with books yes oh the book of eli yeah yeah Yeah. believe (laughs) What are those uh, boxes that you can put your electronics in that to protect them from any? A Faraday fair, cage. cage, but at at some point your battery's going to run out. You don't. You cannot well, yeah. maintain charging. So now I, I do Especially have a, a like variety hard drives of... with stuff on it that you want to save. Hard drives. Yeah. Uh, depends on the type of hard. If it's solid state, you don't have to worry about that as much because that doesn't save with magnetic fields versus a traditional hard drive. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I do have a several really nice solar chargers too. Mm-hmm. And I've got the hand crank. Emergency yeah. radio, stuff like radio. that. I've got some yeah. solar mats that I've mm-hmm. tested that work really well. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. What else? What? I just have a crap ton of beanie weenies in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm and hearing is, and that's not for prepping. That's just for me to eat so later. What I'm hearing is we just so all just need to come like together. Bury himself <laughs> in the basement with cans of beanie weenies <laughs> and a god awful amount of guns. So just, we we just need to agree on a designated place to meet. And when you get there, you have to show this is what I have. Can I enter? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you've got enough well, listen, beanie weenies. If crap ever hits the fan, I say that all of us band together and we just yeah. take over Sam's Club yeah. with our guns. <laughs> no shit. And yeah. And we hold Sam's Club out, and that's our fort for the yeah, rest of however yeah. long. Yeah, have you been there recently? They're all like mask police, oh, Lord, you know, yes. whack jobs. They would be, if we walked in, they'd be terrified. They'd flee like fucking roaches. Whatever you say, sir. We could sir, take I've, over that whole I have, place. I've already pissed myself. Whatever you say, sir. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to be your means of communication, especially like if you wanted to communicate with one of us? Uh, it's going to be old school. Get in the wagon and head yeah, to Rob's no house shit. and hope he's there. <laughs> hope he's there. <laughs> well, you can help me put up the molding that I yeah. have to do this week. Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up a minute ago. So here's a here's a good test for you. If you're equating home improvement as a currency with your wife, that f- sanding the floors and refinish floors 
equaled a shotgun. Yes. So now I didn't the, look. I didn't think of that until yeah. you guys brought it up. So now the scientific method here, we've got to see if, if the same thing repeats. So now molding, if there's a reward for that, you're going to be able to then determine the value of the currency. So if a shotgun equals this amount of square footage of floor sanding, then the molding equals a pistol, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. You should be able to evaluate from that what your time of household improvement is actually worth. Okay, and then use that to your advantage. I'm going to say the molding is going to like maybe get some clips <laughs> for the shotgun. Possibly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. A, yeah, it's not going to be as the gift might not be as impressive, or she may just totally just not do anything because she didn't want to get you trained. This is a little nugget yeah. I gave to Ryan earlier yeah. this week. I said, yeah. like, you know, when, don't start like giving really good gifts. Oh, dude, you got to set the bar low. Yeah, set, yeah. yeah. You got nowhere to go to. No, you see, he's already messed yourself. up. He's oh, gonna, dude, start yes. at the top. No. But, yeah. If well, all I get is a magazine for this shotgun <laughs> from doing fucking molding, yeah. I'm going to be terribly disappointed. It should be more than a magazine, but it might be like a five pack. <laughs> And oh. some shells, you know. That it kind better of thing. be no. It better be a new pistol mm. <laughs> or oral sex. Okay. Oh. Now, be careful about setting expectation in your own mind. You just set, it's like hope. You just set yourself up for you disappointment. Set up a really high standard. Hope though. came out of Pandora's box. It wasn't. It can be a curse. <laughs> Bottle of liquor. I mean, <laughs> time will tell. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I get absolutely nothing. Now, Jason, to your to your point about setting the bar low early, yeah. I, when we were talking about that, you know, I, my situation a little bit different. So I go through the first marriage, divorce, all that, married again. I didn't have to set the bar low because her previous husband had set oh. the, the bar so low. Dude, I just had to open a car door and let her in and just like show that level of attention. And it was like, I love you. I mean, it just. I didn't have to do a whole lot because he had set the bar in a negative. So you sent him a bottle of liquor saying, hey, thanks. Oh, for being I, the yeah. I, I profusely <laughs> thanked him for, for setting, just going ahead and setting the, the bar low. Thanks for making this easy yeah. for me. Yeah, I appreciate it, dude. You know, hats off. <laughs> do they make those cards like an, like a Hallmark card? Thank That's you for a being, whole different business we could do right there. Thank you for, for being, being a an asshole. Husband, yeah. yeah, you, dude, I <laughs> really appreciate it. for your exes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You never see that in the Walgreens yeah. aisle when yeah. you're looking for a Hallmark card for your ex. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm doing great now. Thank you. Apparently there's an, there's an Ikea visit in my future. Mm. What does that get me? Oh, nothing. You're expecting no, that. You don't like going in. Yeah. I kind of like going into Ikea. They get you some meatballs is what that gets you. Mm -hmm. You put together one Ikea bookshelf and you're scarred for life after that shit. Yes. Now, did you have parts left over or not enough parts? Uh, not enough parts on the first and yeah. like a couple, of, you know, those weird the Allen wrenchy things, the, the things that you put in with the little plus sign on them that you turn oh, yeah, yeah. to lock. The, I had a the bunch locking of, yeah, carabiner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. I had the a little few cam. Those it's a cam nut, right? Cam nut. Yeah. Yes. There you yeah. go. Yeah, excuse had, me. A what? I had cam nuts. <laughs> yeah, you got the case of the cam nuts. I was lucky to. I, I was lucky Can you to say that again. Slow nuts. I that think the preparation age vaginal. makes something <laughs> for <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I've got a case you, of excess cam nuts. <laughs> you got a case of cam nuts and jock itch? Dude, just we got stop. we got cam nuts and vaginal dryness on the show now. And it's uh. <laughs> We raised the bar. Are we dying uh, soon? What's hey, whoever this Mister, you guys aren't navigating. You know, hey, we brought in oh. vaginal dryness and cam nuts. Now, so to that point, touche, motherfucker. He said the funniest thing on the previous episode was the masturbation topic. So I think we got him covered. We're good. Oh, well, then he yeah. loves us now. Yeah, <laughs> another one converted. Check exactly. Yeah. 
12 this, loyal listeners. This, 12 loyal listeners. Can't be wrong. I'll, I'll just say, Josh, this episode's for you. I like Josh already. I do. I want him on the show. Thanks to thanks for keeping us you know, held to a higher level, raising the bar for us. Yeah. We still haven't navigated shit. We're still like your, your pissed off dad in the middle of the desert with a flat tire and a crinkled map that doesn't know where the fuck he well, is. Well, I don't think we've talked through our trauma enough yet to be able to move on to healing. I mean, we <laughs> technically went over a couple things. We told you what guns we like. Yeah, yeah. and what that we're doing productive. to get prepared. What we're doing to get prepared. So yeah. we navigated a little bit. How to deal with your wife and her home improvement issues. Mm-hmm. What to expect. It is currency. It's currency. the barter system. Yeah. Barter and trade. You know what, Josh, you know, fuck you, all right? <laughs> Back to 11 oh. loyal listeners. Yeah. 11 loyal <laughs> listeners. No, no. Josh Man. will totally listen even more now. Yeah. Josh, I'll, I'll see you at the they, family reunion. Just kidding, Josh. You know, you need to come on the next episode and yeah. then we'll roast your ass in here. <laughs> Josh, what are you doing to navigate this topia? <laughs> How many beanie weenie cans do you have in your basement? That's what I thought. It's a beanie weenie can off. <coughs> All right. Well, we got a few more minutes of opportunity to take this down to a whole new low. So where did <laughs> <laughs> to disappoint people even further. Anybody have any ideas? Is anyone still listening? Man, I really enjoyed this podcast. I, th- I say all of them go freestyle or, or battle rapping, whatever we called this at the beginning. We what? just totally went eight mile with this thing. Yeah. There's just... a term for it. It's battle rapping. You told me it was freestyle. Now you're talking. Now you're throwing we out s- shit. We said battle rapping at the beginning. You never said battle rapping. No, you have you, dementia. You no, you just said. I thought we said battle rapping. I ain't got dementia. Just... You never said battle rapping. You just I said thought it was we freestyle. You, you just concurred that my verbiage was correct well, you never brought up battle rapping the battle rapping is only when two people are going like back and forth like against each other in something are, are we going against each other in our freestyle we could oh. well, well if we were really doing it it would be our podcast against a different podcast hmm. yeah who wants to challenge us yeah, who, wants to, who wants to who wants to take the Pepsi challenge with our little podcast? The Pepsi challenge. <laughs> I think we gotta get Caleb. Our... Know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> What's Pepsi? You don't remember the Pepsi challenge, Caleb? I don't. You know what? I'm 22 years old. <laughs> He's like, "What's Crystal Pepsi? I don't even know." <laughs> Coke changed their flavor. What? We still have over a half a bottle of tequila to, to tomahawk. Yeah, that tequila is not going down real quick. It's a yeah. that's a tough one. Well, do I have next week? I'll, next week will be we're going back to bourbon. Back to lemon I'm, I'm almost soft back, back to bourbon for you. I'm going to bring you back that Mike's Hard <laughs> yeah. Lemonade that we brought. <laughs> I just remember I have a proctologist appointment to go to next week. Yeah. I won't be on this podcast. Just, just remember. <laughs> I've got Change to, is hard. I've got to take our new car for its first service today. So I've got that going for yeah. me. Oh. Yeah. i got a, about 20,000 freaking telephone calls during this little bit of time we've spent where I'm off the grid. I now have 52 emails Stop to answer. Stop trying to work on Fridays. God, I'm sitting there you? trying to work while we're doing this podcast answering people because they're like, where are you? My wife tried to call me. And I said, I'm doing the pod. Are you doing the you, pod? You need me? I'm potting right She's now. She's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, okay. That, that, nothing after that, mm. which means I am in such in trouble. Unlike here. last week when she was at Walmart. <laughs> She's like, oh, was it Walmart or where yeah. was it that you had to pick up? The, so I'm, she's sitting in her car. She's like, I'm where to to are you yeah. right now? Yeah. Yeah. I had to go to Walmart. I'm in the car. The, <laughs> I had to do the pickup order because she will not go in a building that makes you wear a mask. Um, she won't do it. And I won't either. I mean... So I either walk in and give everybody the, if you talk to me, I will slit your throat look, which is terribly effective. Yeah. Well, I, that was Houston this, last this week. week. I've had fun. Houston's the, made it a game. Yeah, it's a game for me. So I will literally just walk. There's always like this little, 
and she's like this this dainty little young girl or something that they your mask and spray some stuff on your hands and don't you know and i just walked up can't and i just keep walking and she's just like and then there'll be some dude will look at me in there and i just don't make eye contact i just keep right on going they never bother me now my wife's immediately putting her mask on because she's like i just don't feel like screwing with these people and i'm just walking around just minding my business looking like the old fart in there going you must have dementia okay i don't care health reasons can't you know mental health well, the last, um after the pickup order i went one other time and uh i had to get curtain rods of all things and uh i literally walked up with this look on my face like if you talk to me i will slit your throat yeah. and yeah. i just had that look and i just marched in nobody mm-hmm. the the little girls that were in the front were asking everybody that was yeah. in front of me yeah i just walked in they didn't say a word they actually mm-hmm. literally took a step back yeah and yeah. nobody said a word to me yeah. in the store you could see little frigid, you know, all irate Karens looking at me with their mm-hmm. scowls. Yeah. But they, they didn't say a word. They knew yeah. better. Yep. They knew better. I, I saw this guy on a uh, Facebook. He was like, I'm finally glad that masks are a thing. And he's wearing like the Bane mask. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can actually get behind that. Wearing a, the Bane mask it's into a fashion his store. Statement he was like, point. man, I'm so glad that masks are the new norm. He's like, got the whole Bane. I was like, man, it's a perfect time to rob a funny. bank. I mean, what, 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 yeah. uh, what did the, what did the robber look like? Who's the guy in a mask? I mean, yeah. he's wearing a medical mask. I don't know. Yeah. You put on a mask and a pair of sunglasses. Who's ever going to pick you out of a lineup? You know, I went to the. I also went to the mall the other day, and I had a Karen get upset with me. Really? She, yeah. So I, I was, I was going to go into a Just store. Throw beanie weenies at her? <laughs> no, I should have. I usually keep one in my back pocket, and <laughs> I totally forgot about it. Um, she is wearing the full like. You know, plastic oh, the face, face mask, oh, like the yeah. face shield. The face shield, yeah. And she's walking around with like some other women. They're probably like in their late fifties, whatever. And I have no mask on. Of course, I'm walking through the mall, and I'm also walking on the wrong side of the arrows no. that they oh. have set up. Oh. And she looks at me, and she just starts yelling. She's like. Are you trying to kill people? Yes. Are you trying? trying And I literally, I looked her in the face and I said, I don't care. (laughs) She was like, you don't care that you could be spreading a disease? And I was like, no, go home. I don't don't care. And and like the more that I just said, I don't care. She was just like, I was walking away and she was following Mm. me, yelling at me. And I was like, listen, go back to your knitting group. All right, with your face shield. The thing I wanted to do was spit right on the face shield and just see it like drop down all the way down. Oh, her she face would lose shield. her mind. I she would have a stroke. She would have maybe had a heart attack yeah. right all there. Right. I mean, so, I don't know. So the world always balances the ledger. So right now, she's sitting on a podcast with her 50 year old you won't believe what happened in the store this kid come through yeah she said that yes. he didn't care he just i could have died and then the other girl's like you're so brave karen yeah. you're so brave oh karen you stood up you stood up the, to him. The, this is the, the face shield the this is proof that they're just making this shit up as they go along just to see yep. what we will do the, i mentioned the article that said taller people are more susceptible to catching COVID 19 if you are listening to this every NBA player and you dead. believe that then you're so fucking stupid and brainwashed and if if you think that you need to strap on a damn face shield and that's then you should just lean into the strike zone and take one for the home team oh kill yourself kill yourself okay oh thin out the herd and just go away 
Okay, all that's right. all I got to say about that. All right. So how the, do you really feel? Stop yeah, sugarcoating yeah, things. Yeah, <laughs> Quit throwing softballs. All right. So I swung by my, my office the other day. It was on a Saturday. I see a dad and a son get out of the car together. They get out of the car with face with face mask on, walk together with face mask on. First off, you've been living together. What you know? Then I watched a guy by himself on a bicycle pedaling downtown with a face mask on. Then I watch. I stop at a stoplight. A guy's making a left-hand turn into the road I'm on. He's in the car by himself with a face. What are you? Dude, on the way here to the gym, I drove through the college. Yeah. There's all these 18, 20-year-old guys walking down the sidewalk Mm -hmm. with masks on. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, why in the world? Yeah. I mean, you're you're an athlete, obviously. Yeah. You know, you have a great immune system. Why are you wearing a mask outside? You're not even yes. inside somewhere. Yeah. It's crazy. exquisitely stupid. It's well, it's like the virus is hiding behind a tree, and at any point it's, it's going to come out and jump me. Get me. It's going to get me. It is the ninja virus. <laughs> yeah. Well, if Unseen a, enemy. It's, it's really trying to get you if you're in a church. Yes. Mm. Oh, not at Home better. Depot yeah. or Walmart, yeah. but if you're in a church, it's... Yeah. really angry and really yeah. aggressive there yeah. which if you do not see the agenda that's getting pushed with that I mean you're so freaking blind it's unbelievable yeah. like oh so we can have 10,000 people get out and, yeah, and protest and be all up on top of each other and everything else but god forbid 100 people gather up in a church building and well, well they cornered Fauci on that during his interrogation that little garden I was like he, he was trying so hard not to answer that question he finally caved in. Well, even, I even love the article that came out this week where the CDC has now been recorded as, yes, we fudged the COVID numbers. It's like... Uh, you think? Yeah. So. And, and if there is any kind of like religious like agenda like behind it as far as like shutting it down, what, what's really funny is if... You know, if you look at some any of the news in California with some of these churches that are out there, California is actually seeing like mass like salvations of people coming mm-hmm. to, to the faith and things right now. And that's always been the history of the church like they're literally if that is their agenda to get people out of church you're literally hurting yourself because every time the church is persecuted is when more people mm-hmm. come to christ because they're like oh we we might need that if that's what they're trying to ban yeah, you know what right. i'm saying it's so, going to be really interesting to see how everything turns out on november the third yeah is everybody as fed up and seeing through this bullshit as we think they are or does the yeah. mainstream media truly control the hearts and minds of the majority and dementia joe complete whack job wins this election i, I want to just yeah i want to make a prediction and you've Ooh. heard me say so i don't really try to do that but i'm wondering if the minute the weather starts to get cold suddenly Cold kills it. It's not a problem anymore. You don't have to wear your mask right before, you know, to drive people to get out. It'll, it'll suddenly kills it. Yeah. Well, well, they started off saying well, it, it thrives in heat, so you never know. Yeah. But the sheep are going to follow. Am I going to get banned for saying sheep? I can say sheep, right? Uh, yeah. Do I have to spell it instead of ease with take, threes? Well, I mean, Spotify didn't like uh, did spot or uh, Instagram or Google, Google Google. Who Play. was it that just uh, did Spotify do something with um, Tommy G? Yeah, they took Tommy G's um, yeah, stuff down yeah, because yeah. it had a... Whoops. Uh, well, they said it was because of copyright shit with a song, but yeah. you know that's horseshit. All right, well, yeah. I'll, I'll say... Uh, so we, Spotify might shit can us now. Yeah, Thanks, Houston. Yeah, yeah. Um, but But it's it's that whole thing. I just cannot get my mind wrapped around it. It just drives me nuts. we got to think of a different code word for sheep now. Lemmings? Is it lemmings that will just follow each other? Well, which was actually a false thing and rigged, but... 
they, mm. they fall off the cliff if they'll just follow each other buffalo so, buffalo yeah I'm gonna call them cellos from now on because anybody that drinks limoncello <laughs> limoncello <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Well, has anybody else got any final words? Because we're a minute 34 in. Not that anybody's still hanging on anyway at this point. but uh, A anybody? minute 34 in? It seems like it's been longer. Or, or an hour 34 longer. in. Okay. Has anybody got any closing closing remarks or thoughts? Stuck up on beanie weenies and guns. Ryan, good luck. Ryan, good luck. Good luck, Ryan. Brother. Good luck, this Ryan. Is, Ryan ties the knot tomorrow. This is all of you us telling you bastard. that. They call good it a luck. knot for a Have reason. Have the best time of your life. It's not a boat. Don't stress yourself out too much. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the next 24 hours. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ryan, for hanging in. You can come yep. in any time and hang with us when we do this ridiculous podcast yeah. so, uh, are, are we good is everybody good I think I'm good, I'm good. good. I'm well sorry. episode 4 is in the books thanks for hanging in there recommend us uh, to a friend go to the website navigatingdystopia.com join our mailing list so you can be informed of crazy shit we do join the Facebook group go to Twitter that's at N-A-V-D-Y-S and let us know what you'd like to hear on the show and we'll try to comply uh, but otherwise, have a great weekend. Hang in there and uh, get the word out. Continue to be strong digital warriors and try to wake people up and red people because it is working. We see it every day. And thanks for hanging in with this craziness. And uh, episode five will be coming to you soon. Thanks, guys. See you. I think it would.